0: Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800 951 The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Tuesday. The sun is back out here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, but listen, we keep praying for more rain. Can never have enough rain. Uh, we're going to be leaving this my last day. Uh, heading into Lake Powell. As as all of you know, I'll be back on Monday. I've got a special guest here. My my son Joey is here. I know all of you have heard me talk about him for years and years and years. Uh, he's now a, uh, well, you know what? He's getting off the payroll and is now... Uh, uh, a productive member of society, uh, working uh, for Northwestern Mutual, uh, he's in town and he's heading up to, to Lake Powell with us. So I said, "Hey, come on the air. Let's talk about what you do." Uh, we did that on Jacked Up. Uh, t- today we got I got a great final show of the week. Uh, Stanley Drunken Miller, uh, you're not gonna want to miss. Uh, what he has to say. We'll be playing that for you. Uh, but while we were in, doing the Jacked Up show, we had a, a Phoenix customer came in uh, just to buy CBD. I mean, so uh, we we talk about CBD a lot. You know how I'm a big fan of it it is. I actually, uh, we're getting ready to leave, so I, I did the CBD bath salt last night. I feel re-energized. But I figured, you know what, the, the best testimonial I could give is is my son. So uh, all of you know we play, played football in college. Uh, you were this was right uh, mm-hmm. before Christmas.
1: Yep. You were working out. Yep. What happened? So I was just working out one day and you know was banged up from the season and went uh, a bit too heavy on some weights and my shoulder popped. Uh, went to my trainer and he's like, "Yeah, Joey, you know you separated your shoulder and your AC joint is just messed up." And gave me a couple exercises. I did that for a week and trying to see how I feel and my swelling just kept going up, kept going up, couldn't get better, and, you know, I went back home for the summer, and I told my dad, I was like, dude, my shoulder is just, just keeps swelling up, gets worse, and he's like, try this CBD, this Is my first time doing the CBD, and, you know, he's been talking about it for a while now, I rubbed it on twice a day, after a week, the swelling was gone, and I was getting ready to go work out again, you know, I went back home.
0: Back. Well, you went back to illinois. back to illinois
1: and you then stopped
0: taking the cbd yep
1: no more cbd left left it at home you know went to go work out first day back working out did it again went to the doctor gave me the same type of workouts tried doing it again gave me anti-inflammatory pills didn't reduce the swelling at all went back to the cbd and my shoulder's good as new now that i haven't stopped using it it's just it's been great and you know you got to try it out to believe it. There you go,
0: thirteen sixty K C Hit the shopping cart button uh, for your products. Uh, we got another new product coming. Uh, hopefully, by the time I get back, we'll have that up there. Uh, remember the bath salt. Uh, we're running ten percent off. So if you put bath in the promo code when you order the bath salt, uh, say save ten percent. But I got to ask you this because so everyone's different. I like the tincture. Okay, that's what I I use. You didn't use the tincture because you had a very specific mm-hmm. injury to your shoulder. Yep. And I and I gave you both. I said, here's the salve, here's the lotion. Yep. Which one did you, you, you ended up liking one more than the other?
1: I mean, I was more of the lotion guy considering you know, I was swelling in a certain spot. You're talking about the t- the drops, right? Well, the tinctures, the drops. Yeah. I love the drops is also super easy. Consi- like I just cleared my head and I just felt level-headed and, you know, kind of a little happiness. But the lotion really helped out with my swelling a lot. Um, I think they're both great products. I would be more of a lotion guy if I had swelling. But right. if you had
0: the swelling, you're the lotion guy. Some yeah. guys some like the salve, but that salve is is more of a like a beeswax type thing. Where the right. lotion, you know, literally a lotion. But mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's what he used. So there you, it, you know. And again, it's it, it's great because there's no THC. You can't hurt yourself. You got young athletes at home, and they. Listen, whether they're it's football, basketball, baseball, you name it, softball, they're out there competing. They they get these bumps and bruises. Uh, it's so much better than taking anti-inflammatories or taking you know all of these things. Like I said, Joey had the best of the best. He has the trainers, the doctors, all of those things. And they're like, oh, here, take these pills and do these exercises. Uh, but the the CBD uh, just eliminates all that stuff. So give it a shot. Go to thirteen sixty K Hit the shopping cart button and get yours today. And, Of course, obviously uh, supports the radio station. Listen, when we get back, though, a lot of things happening. You know, we're we're looking the Dow uh, down again today, but it's still near all time highs. Uh, There's a lot of talk about uh, people now uh, starting to not believe what the Fed has been trying to say about inflation and whatnot, and you never know what to believe, what not to believe. Uh, But I always like to follow the guys who, you know, who do the billionaires give their money to, and what are those guys talking about? Uh, One of the best of the best, and you know uh, Stanley Miller, I've talked about him. Uh, So many times uh, he was out again uh, uh, telling everybody uh, some really interesting things. Uh, One of the comments, and and I don't want to steal his thunder, but he made a reference to Darth Vader and said, if I wanted to ruin the American economy, here's what I would do. And we're going to play that for you. That's coming up next. Uh, it's just one of those things where, again, we know where we're at, right? We, we know it's the bubble is here. What, we just don't know when the crash is going to happen. Uh, by the way, Kay Schiller was out today. That's the housing index. New all-time record high uh, housing prices. You know, Here we are, bu- Housing Bubble 2.0, uh, back with us again. Patriot Radio News Hour. We got Stanley Drunken Miller coming up next. Don't touch that up. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe Jaquin here. Uh, we got my son with me today. Uh, really, you know, we're, 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 you know, yesterday I said, we're kind of like in the eye of the hurricane, right, where it's it's calm. We're not really sure. Everybody, you know, we see inflation. Uh, the, the, they're, they're they're telling us, well, it's not going to last too much longer. But and all these cheerleaders that have been on their side are are, are slowly, slowly starting to be like, mm, I'm not so sure. But of course, I've been telling you all along that was a load of you know what. You know that's a, a a bovine specialist right there uh, in that Stanley Drunken Millery. He's uh, been one of those people who, uh, just like me, says, "Yeah, this it doesn't add up." Right, that, that dog doesn't hunt. Here's what's so funny is he went on MSNBC. So that for those of you that don't know, that's uh, like uh, CNN. That's that, that's the uh, the Democratic cheerleading station because this is, you know this is what we have now right we have the stock cheerleading stations right we got the republican cheerleading station then we got the democratic cheerleading station uh and it was really uh hilarious because the the uh i don't even know what to, i don't even want to call the person a reporter but the the broadcaster that was on with him was so over her head about what stanley drunken miller had to say uh, but it, it, was, it it's something where I think he really does a good job of laying out uh, what's going to happen. I'll give you a few headlines. So without a shadow of a doubt, Stanley Drugmiller said this is the biggest bubble he's ever seen. So, and again, this is uh, a, a, anyone who's been listening to us for the last 25 years, we tell you this is how they do it, right? They started with a small bubble. That bubble pops, right? They, uh, they Remember, the only tool they have is debt. Now, don't be confused. They try to pretend that they have all these tools. Oh, we got so many tools in the toolkit. No, they don't. It's one tool, debt. And then they come, they, they got to blow a bigger bubble, and then it pops. They, they got to blow a bigger bubble, a bubble, bigger bubble. This is the biggest one yet. Jack, let's play Stanley Miller.
2: You say that government spending another three-plus trillion bucks is going to cause so much inflation that it will hurt more than it helps. Can you explain that?
3: Sure, Stephanie. Thanks for having me on. Um, I need to back up a little bit. Uh, If you go back to the spring of 2020, in the middle of the worst part of the pandemic, the economy was in a black hole, probably the most uncertain period I've ever seen in my lifetime. And Congress probably did... The best you could ever see a government which is they spent 2.3 trillion dollars in response to that because none of us knew where we were headed it could be the great depression it could have been anything um thankfully fast forward five or six months and um we did not have a great depression uh it turns out we had the sharpest v recovery in history in fact the government confirmed i think it was yesterday that the recession is over and, and ended last summer. Um, By early fall, retail sales, the 30 year trend in retail sales was actually above trend. This took like five or six months. In the great depression, it took over 10 years. In the great financial crisis, post the housing bubble, it took five years. So this turned out to be a very different animal um, than the kind of economic periods we're talking about. The best way I could uh, draw an analog for you is think think of a health crisis think of a heart attack and if you have a heart attack um, if you get the stent in in time the stent in this case being the congressional action and the vaccine um, you can go on with your life and no further treatment is required Um, that's exactly what we had we did not have what we had in terms of the depression or the great financial crisis which i would say is more like cancer um, that's a long-term problem which requires long-term spending and long-term interventions. Um, if you look at the current situation, after retail sales in the economy were back to trend, afterward, 575 of the 850 billion on transfer payments has been spent. Over half the 5.2 trillion which spent on COVID again has been after the economic crisis was already over. The irony is. Probably the worst economic declines we've had the last 100 years are post-asset bubbles like the Great Depression, the Great Financial Crisis. The other big economic problem we've had the last 100 years was the inflation in the 1970s. It was pretty much awful period, particularly for the poor and the middle class, because as you know, inflation is a tax the poor just can't afford, nor can they avoid it. I have to say the irony of, because this is well-intentioned spending you mentioned, uh, and I think it's to fix the problem, frankly, that does not exist anymore.
0: What I just hold it right there if you can. Okay, so Stanley Druckenmiller saying, hey, listen, here's here's all these different crises and 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 here's how long uh, to get back to trend it took this time and that time, and, and notice the one thing, uh, the shorter the period, the more money they spent, but The thing that he said was different about this one, right? He likened it to a heart attack versus cancer. And, of course, we know, right, listen, we forced, uh, we, we shut down the economy on our own free will. I mean, so obviously, yeah, that's kind of like a heart attack. But he noted about all the spending after the, at least monetarily, the crisis was over. And he says, and the spending continues. And now he starts talking about, hey, that period of inflation uh, in the 70s where, you know, you can't avoid it. There's no avoiding it. And, and he and he's really placing the blame, not just really on Congress. Cause, and, and I love this part, well-intentioned spending. Is there any spending the government does that isn't well-intentioned? Right. I mean, that, that's kind of like, you know, saying, well, you know, hey, you know, uh, I, I was being nice and I gave the homeless guy five bucks. Well, your intentions were good. Right. The guy in the corner. Hey, you had all the right intentions of get, But the problem is that guy's going to take that five bucks. He's going to go to the store and he's going to buy uh, alcohol and, and you're really not helping him. And, and it's very, very similar uh, to what we see here. And so now now he's saying, hey, this isn't the Great Depression this wasn't the financial crisis this is something entirely different jack go ahead uh, pick it back up if i was
3: darth vader and i wanted to destroy the u.s economy i would actually do aggressive spending in the middle of an already hot economy which is exactly what we have um the reason is that creates two things yep I'm sorry. That but what creates exactly two things. are the
2: policies? Yes.
3: Two things. Number one, you usually get a bubble out of that, and number two, you could get inflation out of that. Frankly, we have both. This is the biggest bubble I've ever seen in my career. We have crypto craze. We have SPACs. We have booming housing prices. We have these things called NFTs, and equity prices of percent of GDP are at an all-time high. And as you also know, inflation is literally at a 30-year high. What are we going to get out of this? And again, it's well-intentioned spending. In my opinion, you're going to get a sugar high for three to six months. Then you're probably going to get continuation of inflation and then an economic bust. And when you get an economic bust,
2: just like after the...
3: Yeah.
2: but Stan, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, SPACs, if that blows up, that's a problem for the rich. What this infrastructure plan is trying to do is help the poor roads, bridges, Wi-Fi in rural areas. I mean, expanded child tax credit, free pre-K. This is going to help people who are struggling. Asset bubbles and cryptocurrencies don't mean anything to them. Let that blow up.
3: Okay. first of all, it's not just the rich this time. This is the first retail participation in this kind of nonsense that has happened in my career. But let's take that aside. It's not the cryptocurrencies blowing up; they're going to hurt um, the poor people. It's that asset bubbles bursting inevitably lead to large economic declines. It's the economic decline that's going to hurt the poor. Everything you just mentioned sounds great, and if you can pay for it um, without hurting the economy, um, I'm all for it. But frankly, there's a lot of things going on. Take um, pre-K. All right. Pre-K, I wish Harlem Children's Zone could do the whole country because they do it with great efficiency. Unfortunately, that's not the case. To scale it, we need government, and I'm okay with a program like that. But take, for example, me. I'm getting Social Security payments. I'm pretty wealthy, all right? I don't need those payments. There's a lot of other ways to pay for this and cut that out. Do we really think my, my Social Security payments are priority? Because if we don't think they're a priority, let's cut them. And you know, there are a lot of other examples. And then if you want to add stuff, but right now, further spending in aggregate, in my opinion, is going to cause a financial crisis. It's going to cause inflation and nothing is going to hurt the poor more than that. And by the way, if it does, every dollar we're spending now that in my opinion, we don't, we don't desperately need is not going to be available in a future crisis whether it's another pandemic or an economic decline that is hurting the poor and the middle class
2: well absolutely nobody wants that but conventional wisdom is often more money is good for those who need it most you're saying that's not the case so how did joe manchin and the other senators react when you made this case
3: i think they were very thoughtful i don't know whether how much i moved the needle or didn't move the needle but um we had a very nice, frank discretion, and frankly, they asked great questions, and they seemed very interested in my points. I think, frankly, so, my, my track record probably made an impression on them too.
0: Yeah,
2: so he's the takeaway, well.
0: are- Sorry about that, Jack. I'm just, you know, the what she's talking about is they they called uh, Stanley Druckenmiller in. This is how powerful the man is. To say, hey, what should we do here? And 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 of course, he lays out this case, and it's going to get ignored. And and it's very very simply put. And, and we'll we'll kind of wrap it up there because we're coming up on the break. Uh, I I think how he laid it out was 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 really really good. Hey, we had a we had a heart attack. Now, we can argue about whether or not we should have given ourselves a heart attack or not, but that's irrelevant. We had one. Right, we shut down the economy. We we spent a couple of trillion dollars immediately. We shouldn't have spent any more, because everything went back. And matter of fact, he said everything went back to above trend retail sales, above trend housing, above trend. Right? Uh, you know, uh, look at look at the amount of jobs available, above trend. All these things above trend. The PMI. Uh, you look at the service sector. Everything was trending above trend. That's when you're supposed to pull back. Right? That's when you're supposed to start raising rates. Right? That's what, you're not supposed to be buying $120 billion worth of debt a month out of thin air. Uh, you're not supposed to come out and say, hey, let's spend another $3.4 trillion in, in, in all of these things. And, and I think this is, this is exactly kind of what I was telling you about, about some of the similarities <coughs> to the 70s. We've got a weak, vulnerable Federal Reserve president in Jay Powell. And we've got a weak, very weak president in Joe Biden. And you got guys like Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, AOC, right, spearheading this campaign and, and using the old Star Wars, hey, you know, if I'm Darth Vader and I want to kill the U.S. economy, take an economy that's already suffering from inflationary pressures and throw more fire onto it, and see what you get. And I, and I think it was very interesting because he said, "Hey, we're going to have a financial crisis with inflation." I don't even—I blows my mind that that's even possible. Uh, remember when the last financial crisis, we had massive deflation. Pretty incredible stuff. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 592 A couple of things I want to point out. You know, I, I said I, the hurricane. Stan Druckenmiller says we're just on a sugar high. Did you notice how long he said it would be? Three to six months. And then all the h e double hockey sticks breaks out remember one of my other guys I tell you to listen to Jeffrey Gunlatch why well because he large the largest bond fund in the world the guy's pretty important remember what he said a week and a half ago hey this is this is going to last for a little bit and he used the term in the intermediate term and then he mentioned 2022 Stan Druckenmiller mentioned 2022. This 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 little uh, phase of denial that we're in is getting ready to to cascade down, and you're seeing it everywhere, like little things like this. Durable good orders fell, right? And of course, you know, everybody's got the same problem. We can't get stuff. We can't do this. We can't do that. But yet Costco, were raising fees, membership fees, 8%. So Costco goes, hey, I know the Fed's trying to tell you we got a transitory. And what was it? Oh, it was 5%. How about 8 for Costco? You know, and if Costco's willing to say 8 you know it's higher than that. How about this one? Beef. Prices. I got a little secret for you. Apparently, the ranchers have been getting the short end of the stick here. You know, we know all about the, the problems in the meat-pracking area, and they're like, oh, no, it's plenty. there's plenty of cattle. We just don't have enough workers to slaughter them all. But you talk to any rancher out there, hay prices, water, right, all of these things to care for, for the animal through the roof. Well, ranchers do what ranchers do. We're just going to have less feeder cattle. Period. Right? Because it costs too much to feed them. Costs too much to to make sure they've got enough water and all of these things. They're saying cattle feeder cattle. The size of the herd uh, diminishing is going to be driving up beef prices again and again. These are just more examples on, on top of each other. And I keep trying to lay them out for you. Because I know we all want. Listen, who doesn't like sugar? You know I like sugar, right? Hey, I like going to the store. I like going. I, I yeah. I mean, don't mint for me. Uh, I like Twizzlers and Milk Duds. That's those are you know. That's like crack cocaine for me, right? You put a Milk Dud in front of me, I gotta have it. You know, Wisconsin. Uh, my wife says I'm not allowed to buy those anymore. They're, they're officially banned at my house. Yet yeah, there's an empty box in my drawer. Don't tell anybody. Right? Everyone loves the sugar high. And right now, this is what you're all feeling. And some of you are, you know, some of you are already like, wait a minute, three to six months, it's already happening to me right now. Make no mistake about it. Stan Druckenmiller Miller was trying to tell you listen, we made very, very poor economic decisions. All well intended. Right, it wasn't you know. Uh, and again, I say it all the Well, no, no spending, you know, not well intended. You know, and you're the girl on the CMB. Oh, we're talking about roads and bridges. Please, we can fix our roads and bridges for a couple hundred billion dollars. It's loaded with all of this other stuff. But again, he said, "You know what? hey, I didn't write this." They said the recession lasted two months. Two months. Then why are we still buying all of this debt? Why are interest rates still at zero? Why are you not trying to fight inflation? Stan Druckenmiller doesn't understand. Neither do I. Neither should you. And, and again, he says, this thing is going to be very short-term. Very short-term. American Airlines. Did you see this? They're warning about fuel shortages. Because, and it's not being, a, well, there's not enough jet fuel. No, there's, there is enough jet fuel. We just can't get it to where it needs to be. And they're asking their pilots, hey, conserve fuel. What does that mean? First of all, I don't want my pilot, I want fuel on my plane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are we talking about? Are we going to put less fuel in the plane? I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess your airplane is going to drive slower. I don't know. But uh, they warned yesterday saying that they were experiencing delays due to lack of truck drivers, trucks, and fuel supply. So they basically said hey, it's a lack of everything. Again, sugar high. Too much money out in the system and we just can't handle it all i told you yesterday the money supply we increased it by 400 percent. the world's never seen it now it went unreported because they you know alan greenspan stopped telling us about the money i don't worry about it m1 m2 M2, we don't need to worry most people don't realize the money supply before covid was about four trillion dollars that's it. That was all that was really sloshing around. So, I mean, $4 trillion is an, an incredible amount of money. It's now $18 trillion. You know, the money supply uh, was pretty unchanged. I mean, it went up a little bit during the financial crisis, but it didn't even go up a trillion dollars during the financial crisis, just to put it in perspective. We went from $4 trillion to $18 trillion. Now, think about this. Right? There's four and a half times the amount of money that used to be out there, out there now. What's going to come of it? Stan Drunkenmiller was very simple. Inflation's coming, for sure. And then I think a financial crisis is going to happen after that. Well, or, well, I guess, well, technically, I think he said it at the same time, right? I mean, that, that's what we're talking about. Why did it happen? And the answer is simple. They created way too much money, and what do they want to do? What's their only solution? I, I said it at the beginning of the show. I've said it to you every week, every month, every year. They only have one tool. That tool's debt. And they're so hooked on it. They're so afraid. We've got inflation that they say is five percent. Costco says they listen, we're gonna we're gonna call it eight percent. John Williams Shadow stats, if you go back to the seventies it's thirteen and a half percent, and they won't do a thing about it. That's why you need to do something about it. on Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 951 Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, and talking about, you know, I guess call it what you'd like, right? Is it a sugar high? Is it uh, the eye of the hurricane? I think the, the biggest thing is it all, it all ends the same. Right? You know, when you have guys that are telling you, this is the biggest bubble I've seen in my life, But you have a central bank that's trying to pretend that it's not. Inflation is the worst he's seen since the 70s. Central bank says it's not. The government spending was already out of control. Now they want to spend more. And if I was Darth Vader and I wanted to ruin the economy, this is what how I would do it. Take an economy that already has too much money and throw more onto it. That's how you destroy countries. That's how it ends. And this is the biggest bubble of them all. Now, on the other side, listen, it's not gonna it's not like the world's gonna come to an end. I mean, we we, there's life will go on. We will have a new currency. It will be digital. It may or may not be backed by gold. I don't know. But make no mistake about it. This next crisis is what is going to usher this in, because we lived well beyond our means. You know the. The, the, you know, think about all these programs, these quote-unquote well-intentioned programs. Well, here's $300 a month for your kid. right? That's well, well-intentioned. Uh, everyone gets free pre-K. Well, really what it is is what? We, we're just looking for daycare. I can promise you Stanley Drunk, and Miller didn't go to pre-kindergarten. Okay? I didn't go to pre-kindergarten. Neither did most of you listening. You didn't go to prison. Matter of fact, I went to kindergarten. Kindergarten was a half a day. We're just looking to pay for babysitters. That's all we're looking to do. And and calling it education. Right? What are they going to do? I'm three years. What is a three-year-old really going to do? Right? Oh, here, here's some coloring, here's a coloring book and some crayons, right? You know, they're not going to be doing, no no, no offense, but they're not going to be doing the, you know, Pythagorean theorem. They're not going to be doing that stuff, right? They're not going to be talking about, anyhow. Keep adding to your portfolio because when, when it does happen, That's when you can cash that gold and silver in and take advantage after the bubble pops. That's really, you know, I'll use housing because it was so familiar. Could, don't we wish we could all go back, right, and, and, and buy a couple of houses, you know, back there after the crash? Like, uh, I'll use Anthem, Arizona, as an example. I mean, you can buy a house for hundred grand there. That same house now is like 400000 Right? No, you wish you could all go back. This is what it's going to be there for. You gotta have it though to be able to do it. And here's the thing, though, this one's gonna be a little more cruel. The more money you have in the system when this thing pops and the conversion comes, the more you're going to lose. Period. Stan Druckenmiller talking about, hey, I'm getting Social Security. I don't need Social Security. I'm a billionaire. I don't need this Social Security check. He can't stop getting it, though. He's trying to just, you know, you're getting it. Believe me, when we go to the digital money, there's going to be a lot of people out there. You're going to take it. You're going to take the haircut. You won't have to worry about your Social Security check anymore. If you've got too much in the system, you're not getting it all. Period. There is a revaluation that is coming, and again, why? Because dude, we're not the first country to do it. Heck, we did it in 1933. Listen, we closed the banks and said no more gold. Gold is no longer the money here. And then 90 days later, changed the price of gold from 20 to 35 bucks. Well, guess what? There's no gold to take away this time. So now there has to be a different way, and I know the way. The way is going to be simple. Hey? Oh, I see here you've got $200,000 in the bank. We kind of looked at your expenses. You don't really need that. Tell you what, uh, we're going to give you $50,000 or maybe 100000 of the new electronic money. Thank you very much. That's what's going to happen. Have it in gold. It's a better place to be. Uh, today I got a really cool uh, item pre-1900, pre-1900, $20 gold pieces. And and I want to say, and, and hold on, I'm, I'm looking at something really quick. I want to say these are pre-1890s, so even older. But let me just check here. Hold on. Uh, pre, I know pre 1900 for sure. Nope, I'm right. These are all going to be from 1870 from the 1870s to the 1880s. So uh, you think about twenty dollar Liberty series 1866 to 1907. These are all 1870s to the 1880s, uh, and they're going to be two 2000- thousand. And seventy-five dollars a piece at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, eighteen uh, seventies and eighteen eighties twenty-dollar gold pieces at two thousand seventy-five dollars. Final segment coming up. 800 9510592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Gold's flat today. Well, it's up a dollar, dollar and a half, 1800 and change. Silver, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Silver is down 60 cents. On what? I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, it, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, but we'll see how tomorrow goes. So, silver right now, 2460 uh, and, and silver seems to go right. Well, silver seems to go to like 24, 2450, stops, goes back. Uh, I have no I, I can't even tell you why. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, the Dow is down over 200 points today. The NASDAQ's down 300 points today. Uh, the bond market falling again now, back to 1.23. Uh, all kinds of crazy things. Uh, happening, I think everybody's kind of worried about what to do, right? They don't want to admit they've screwed it. They don't want to admit that there's inflation. Uh, the 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 Fed is kind of the Fed's stuck in this box, and the box is closing. It's it's you know I'll use Stanley Druckenmiller. We're in the trash compactor, <laughs> right? Right, Hans and Luke are in the trash compactor. The walls are closing in slowly but surely. Hey, before they we all get squished, uh, make sure you got that gold put away. 1870s and 80s. I've done. You know, we've done a lot of pre 1900s. You know, here there, uh, but you know, talking about you know 1870s, 1880s. Only twenty dollar gold here. Uh, I promise you. Everywhere else, they'll want hundreds of dollars more. Uh, but not here. That's why we're different than everybody else. Two thousand seventy five dollars apiece at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh take the time, keep adding to your portfolio. I don't like it when they when Stan Drunkenmiller puts times on things. Cause usually his time run in very long. Dude, three to six months is nothing. And that's nothing. I mean that's you know I'm sitting here my and I know Joey hasn't said a whole lot during this show he was on jacked up with us uh, he's almost 22 years old and I feel like where the heck did the time go and now mm-hmm. we're we're talking about three months you know six months I mean it, it, it's it's wild out there uh, but Joey you're in the financial you, know, you work at Northwestern Mutual you're you're in this line of work uh, you agree with with what Stan Druckenmiller is saying out there.
1: Uh, I agree 100%. Um, a lot of advisors do agree with that, and that's why we're always updating these portfolios, trying to help people out and let them know that hey, like you got to be diversified in these markets. It's uh, it's scary how much we're going up. It's a bubble, and it's 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 gonna pop soon.
0: There you go. There you have it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pedro Radio News Hour. This is my last show for the week. Uh, we'll be. I'll be back. On Monday, uh, the family and I were going up to Lake Powell, but I'm also uh, well. We're we're mixing a little business with pleasure. Uh, should have a, a hopefully a really uh, good report from uh, Glen Canyon and what is happening with the with the water levels, what it's going to mean for power, uh, what it would take to reverse it all. Which you know, let's hey, let's all do the rain dance, right? Uh, but uh, I'll be back on Monday. Uh, Jason will, will be taking over for while I'm gone. Uh, and then then you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll be right back, all refreshed, batteries recharged, uh, as we wait for the trash compactor to finish compacting us all. Picture Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. I'll see you next week.